Hello and welcome to Queenstown Property Chats. I'm your host, Maria Rosa, and every week I'll be bringing you fresh and current insights into the Queenstown property market so you can stay informed by the best local experts. everyone and thanks for tuning in to Queenstown Property Chats. In this episode um, I had the pleasure of speaking with Rebecca Barnes from Custom Mortgages. We discussed advice and tips for those looking to purchase your second home. Um, It was full of invaluable information and I hope you enjoy the chat as much as I did. And if you do want to contact Rebecca and find out more information or advice on this topic her information is in the podcast um, notes section. So enjoy! Rebecca. Hi. Um, thank you for coming on to Queenstown Property Chats with us today. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, so do you want to start off by just telling us a little bit about yourself and your company? Hmm. So my name's Rebecca Barnes. I'm mm-hmm. with Custom Mortgages. Uh, Custom Mortgages has been in operation for just over two years. Okay. Uh, currently there's seven of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all ex-bankers from multiple Oh, wow, banks. all of you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, we've got four advisors um, and then uh, we've got three support staff. Um, yeah. Between our three offices, we have an office in Queenstown, an office in Cromwell and also in Wanaka. Um, we uh, do all different types of lending, um, uh, lots of experience in uh, business lending and complex lending as well, um, we can do nationwide, okay. um, as well as the Queenstown, Southern Lakes, um, Central Otago mm-hmm. district. But we're not limited to the to the, the district. Yeah. yeah, perfect. So today we wanted to talk about um, getting us by people buying their second home and, and advice around that. You know, investment properties. Um, so, what are the different types of mortgages available for second homes and investment properties? So there's um, lots of different types of structures that you can have when it comes to um, purchasing a second home. Uh, very similar, really, um, in regards to the, the uh, any type of, type of lending that you'd be doing. Okay. Um, each one is really uh, a personalised uh, when it comes to how you're wanting to structure it. Uh, each person's individual scenario often yeah. differs. Um, there's lots of uh, one. Uh, different types of lending that you can have uh, in regards to a fixed-term loan. Okay. Uh, you can look at a revolving credit facility, depending on if you're wanting to do perhaps some renovations so on the property. you've got all of those options open to you, even though it will be your second mortgage. Yeah, option. absolutely. Okay. Um, offset facilities as well, which is what sometimes people look at okay. um, to save costs when it yeah. comes to interest. Um, but all of those can be talked through yeah. uh, which e- with each individual scenario. Yeah, perfect. And then is the, what is the minimum deposit payment for a second home? Is it usually higher than what would be required if it was your first home that you're buying? It is usually higher. Yeah. So those standards are set by the RBNZ, okay. um, so the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the moment, as it stands for an, for a, an existing property, it's a 40% deposit. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, if you were looking at a new build, it can be as little as a 20% deposit. Okay. That's because there's an exemption when it comes to new builds. There's just not enough properties going around, as right. we all know. Okay. So bringing in uh, new properties uh, onto the market, um, that's sort of what they're wanting to do and that's what they're wanting to promote. So you can go in with a lower 
deposit. So if you were going to buy your second home, like a land with package, like a house and land package, and you could have a, a less of a deposit. Yes, you could. Sort of situation, yes, because it would be a new build. Something like a turnkey, mm-hmm. um, a new build, land and home. So just within regards to the the deposits that you need, that potentially is changing next month. Oh, okay. And there may be an ability to have as low as a thirty five percent deposit for an existing. Uh, property. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So that might have to get you back in. And I know. Yes. <laughs> Give us an update on that. And then, in terms of the, are there any special requirements or restrictions on financing for the second home that people should be aware of, or they may not always know? Yeah. So they will still assess it from a serviceability perspective. So that's okay. just ensuring that you're in a position to be able to pay for the lending that yeah. you have. Um, there's lots of things that they can look at um, in regards to how you're servicing the lending. Uh, including your own personal income or anybody yeah. attached to the property, but also at rental income that you can look at um, on, on the property. And, and different banks can look at that in a different way okay. um, as to ha- uh, what type of income they would use from the rental um if they would cap it out yeah, um, or if they would scale it back as well. So that's okay. potentially meaning that they may not consider the 100% of the rental income. They may only consider 80% of the rental income. So banks can and look at that And are they still going to be looking at it? Say, for example, you were buying that second piece of land just to build on it and sell it straight away. Are they still going to be looking at it under the, the same sort of... Yeah, they yeah. will. So that still is a, an investment property. Yeah, okay. um, so you would still want to get tax uh, advice in okay. regards to that and what that means to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we obviously see that happen fairly frequently in Queenstown. Um, yes, where, so it, it, it can still be worth your while, but you need to ensure that you're going into that scenario with your eyes wide open as yeah. to what the end result looks like um, from a tax perspective. Okay. Okay, and just talking about taxing, I know that you're not a tax advisor, so you can't fully advise on this, but what are the sort of known tax implications for your second home or an investment property? Yeah, so there's been a lot of this in the in the news in the last uh, few years, to be fair. Um, so we know that interest deductibility on investment properties mm-hmm. has been withdrawn. Yeah. Um, there is also talk about that um, perhaps being reinstated, depending on the outcome of the uh, upcoming elections. Yeah. But again, pie in the sky, mm-hmm. you know, um, you never know what's going to happen with that. Um, that was intentionally done in order to uh, cool off the in, uh, investment properties okay. to bring in owner-occupied um, first-home buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, there are exemptions on that as well okay. um, for, again, new builds um, built after a certain time frame. Okay. Um, so, again, if you're looking to get into that, um, you'd want to talk to a tax um, a, a tax co- taxation consultant and potentially your accountant as well to get advice about okay. that. Yeah, that's very good. And then, so is there a difference in the process for getting pre-approved for your first home mortgage um, and getting pre-approved for your second investment home, or is it a similar process? Yeah, it's a very similar process. It's still about um, assessing all of your needs um, and looking at the additional income uh, is is mainly what we're looking at as well. Uh, But we will be looking at all of your current lending that you have in place um, and any new lending. So uh, something that banks often look at as well as something called a total debt to total income um, as well. So that um, they tend to have sort of numbers that they look at and that's usually around a six or a seven. What that means is that your total income, Mm -hmm. uh, um, six or seven times that is what tends to cap out your total lending. Right. Yeah. Okay. So say you earn $100,000 in a year, yeah. 
six times that, yeah. uh, that tends to be the magic number that you that they will consider. It's not yeah. the be all end all, yeah. and there are lots of different Ways scenarios that yeah, they will look at. But that's just something to think about. Perfect. And as we start to round off this conversation, then are there any additional fees or costs associated with financing a second home or getting a mortgage second home that people don't usually think about? Yeah, there can be. Uh, some banks will look at the interest rates differently if it's okay. an investment property. Okay. Um, so again, that's just something that you need to consider. Um, some banks will also, uh, you can look at um, interest only facilities mm-hmm. as well if it's an investment property. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, there, there can be extra there can be extra things when it comes to yeah. purchasing investment property. But again, it's something that we can sit down and talk about the, the figures and whether it's actually going to be beneficial for you in the long term. Yeah, that's really good. This has been a really helpful conversation, actually. I think it's been very informative as well. Um, any last tips or advice for anybody out there thinking about starting that journey of getting their second home? or investment property? I would say, what's your end goal? Where yeah. do you want to be? Uh, and then go and have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. You only know what you know. Yeah. And so if you go and get advice about it, um, you can go in with a budget, um, you can get tax advice, you can get advice from your, uh, your accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, even something as simple as what entity is going to buy the property. That's extremely important to consider from the get-go. Changing that later on in the piece from uh, individual names to a company to a trust, uh, changing the people behind the trust, that can kind of create a little bit of a bump in the road or potentially a large bump in the road further down the road. So if you're gathering all that information at the start, it definitely makes the whole process easier. You'll go into it with your eyes wide open and if that's what your goal is at the end, uh, all that information leading up to that will help you to achieve that goal. That's perfect. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for coming in. And if anybody wants to get in contact with Rebecca, um, all of your contact details will be in the um, podcast notes as well. So Great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you all for tuning in to Queenstown Property Chats. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this episode. And if you're looking to learn more about the Queenstown property market or have any questions, feel free to reach me at 021-088-34181. That's 021-088-34181. Until next time.